Hello. Oh my God, guys, sad. Sounds like I'm all alone in my apartment and that's because I am. Trent, uh, crazy, crazy story. Um, the Giants, the San Francisco Giants were in the playoffs tonight and Trent got the great fortune to go to the game, except perhaps not because they did lose. Um, so that's where he is, but never fear. Trent, as we've said a million times on this podcast, has three brothers. So there's always a dozer waiting in the wings. And tonight, I'm so thrilled and honestly honored to welcome my guest host, our first guest host ever, Mr. Quinn Dozier. Hello, Quinn. Um, yeah, so my dad and I talked and uh, we decided that it would be best for the firm if we uh, went forward and had myself on uh, for the episode. You guys thought we were kidding. That's our inside joke is talking like Kendall. <laughs> no, but for real, uh, long time, first time. Uh, <laughs> that's an inside joke. Shout out to Nia's brother, although I know he's not listening. Uh, he made that joke. That was his first line a couple weeks ago. Guys, Quinn is But no, I, I am honored to be on this podcast. Would have loved Trent to be on it as well, but I'm a happy fill-in. Yeah, dude. Do you want to just briefly acknowledge the Giants game or do we not even want to go there Giants lost game five that's all we really need to talk about it they are eliminated from the playoffs I would have loved to be at the game but Trent had to take the brunt of the loss for us live as well as my dad but yeah I don't know would have loved the win I thought the whole time we were gonna win to come back but yeah it is what it is yeah thanks thanks coach um you can head back to the locker room. Uh, before we before we break down the matchups, I do want to ask you just like about your relationship with Succession because we have watched it together, but it was right. when we watched it together, it was neither of our first times seeing it. So yes. I just want to know your thoughts about Succession um, as a whole. So my first viewing, like uh, many other uh, shows online on these streaming platforms, I... Heard it via you and Trent, as well as my other brother, Bryce, who mm-hmm. highly, highly, highly recommended it to my parents and I. And so my parents and I started it. Uh, all three of us uh, were l- honestly a little lukewarm at start. Um, you know, there's a lot of characters. There's a lot of moving parts in the beginning. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, once you're halfway through season one, it's a no doubter. It's a must watch. Yeah. By the time season two came out, it was a, every week. But the second it came out, we're watching it. I mean, it's it's such a terrible show in the best way possible. It's it's brilliantly made with just vile, vile actions, and you can't look away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. And here's another X-rated uh, excerpt. So a warning for the X-rated excerpt. But I, it is we talked about this on the reveal episode that like those first few episodes are, are tough to understand. And I said, it's because you need to be in business. Trent disagreed with me, but like, I don't work in the corporate world and like mm-hmm. none of those words mean anything to me. Um, but I think that the moment, and here's the X-rated scene, I think it's in episode three 
Roman masturbates on his window in his office. <laughs> and I feel like that's the moment where you're like, okay, maybe there's something this else going on in different. this. This isn't as straightforward <laughs> as maybe I anticipated. Right. This isn't some <laughs> corporate drama. It's a little bit more nuanced than that. Yes, totally. Um, well, we love Succession. And I definitely want your thoughts on season three after we get through the bracket. Did you, before we break down the matchups, did you have like a prediction or did, do you want, I mean, you were around for the whole week, you know, who made it to the finals, but like, did you want a particular person to win or? As, as my personal belief, I am a Greg truther. But, <laughs> Greg uh, truther. When it came down to it, I honestly thought that it was going to come down to Kendall and Roman, and it totally came down to Kendall and Roman. I did, full disclosure, vote for Roman in the finals. Wow, Mia okay. has not revealed to me yet who won the final, so I'm going <laughs> to find out the same time all of you do, but I did vote for Roman. I understand the Logan vote. I mean, sorry, the Kendall vote, but... uh, Yeah. Romulus, if you... Uh, I, I know all of you can't see right now, but my zoom name right now is currently is romulus just romulus <laughs> i should have been pinky um all right fair the greg truther and i know that your mom is also a greg truther so sorry that we couldn't we couldn't uh give that to big al um all right let's let's dive into the quarterfinal matchups results and Obviously, you know, like everybody listening, you know who uh, went through to the next round. But as always, the most interesting thing is the percentage margins in these things. And some of these races were really shocking to me. So in our first matchup on the left side of the bracket, we've got Logan versus Jerry. I think that Trent and I both predicted Logan to go through. And uh, I'm here to say that it wasn't really close um, in mm-hmm. almost almost an exact two uh, two to one vote. Jerry wins that matchup with 66.5% of the vote. Logan only gets 33.5. Right. Any thoughts on that? I think it is interesting where, you know, obviously Logan has uh, such a hand in every single individual's character arc. You know, Logan is a, uh, either the most significant or the second most significant factor in just about every character's uh, entire situation. But, you know, it's almost like he's so involved that the specific storylines that Jerry's in, uh, you know, I understand how some people, uh, it it hits different people different ways. And Jerry's, I mean, the Jerry Romulus storyline is as, as fascinating a drama TV as it gets. Yeah. Agreed. And you know, I agree with that. Um, all right, next matchup, bottom uh side of the left bracket, Roman versus Connor. We knew that Connor didn't have a prayer in this race, and the votes did in fact reflect that. Connor only received 12% mm-hmm. of the votes. Romulus mm-hmm. coming in with a whopping 88%. And it's a real shame because Connor is crazy. Like we talked about the reveal episode and he's such an interesting character and he's Mm -hmm. so funny but like in a way where like everybody else is so funny and they're also crazy but i take them seriously in a way that i don't take connor seriously if that makes sense 
it's 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 almost the you know the ultimate comic relief flipped on its head multiplied by a billion you know it's it's he's <laughs> so out there that you can't even process the things he's doing it's yeah it's, it's and I think that's part of the reason why he's only on you know x amount of screen time you know he's obviously not in the business but he's so out there that some of the things I could see where he did get 12 percent of the vote where some of the people are like looking <laughs> Are you seeing what Connor is doing? How is he not your favorite character? But when it I'll comes say down that, to it, yeah. Romulus, I know. he's involved too much. He's got so much on his plate in this series. Really How a terrible vote for him round one. A terrible draw for Connor. Um, I will say that we we put this poll on the Succession subreddit. Quinn, don't know if you've been there, but like you know how on this any subreddit that mm-hmm. you're on, it's like yeah members and then like people online but like you can change the name the members of the succession subreddit i think are just members but the people online are in all caps con heads (laughs) that is funny (laughs) that is funny um so sorry to the con heads out there but roman definitely uh deserved this win so we'll move over to the right side of the bracket top right kendall versus greg I was a Greg truther for a while and then Trent convinced me to go Kendall and ugh, I hate to admit it, but he was right. This matchup surprised me. Kendall got 60.7% of the vote and Greg got 39.3% of the vote. Um, I know 60, 40 isn't like a lot, I guess, like statistically, but I just feel like people love Greg. I like, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to win. Like, I can't believe mm-hmm. he lost. I don't know. I mean, I know you have a very love-hate relationship with Jeremy Strong. We can get into him later, but (laughs) as far as Greg goes, uh, just a tough, tough loss. I mean, Kendall's obviously consequential in the storyline to the show, but every single action when it comes down to Greg, either a minute way or in a grand scheme of things, he had a little bit of hand in it in you know, also, he's, you know, the most relatable character being uh, near outsider. You know, Tom's also an outsider technically, but he's mm-hmm. in the family and is also, you know, for lack of a better term, as corrupt as they are. But yeah. Greg's this, uh, you know, innocent uh, outsider where all the characters can relate to and coming into this, awkward, not awkward, but, you know, just extravagant family. But I, I, I think he's my favorite character, no doubt about it. He's just, everything he says makes me laugh. Any screen time he gets, I'm giggling on screen. Whether he's being the butt of the joke or he's the one making the joke, he's got me laughing. My favorite Greg moment is during L to the OG. There's just like a two second shot of him. And like Quinn can see me because we're on Zoom and I know that you guys won't see me. But Kendall is rapping and it goes to Greg for two seconds and he's like this in the audience. <laughs> but he's like it's so fully, awkward. Fully in sync, yet solely completely as awkward as possible. It's so the best. awkward and bobbing his head. Um, and you know what? You did make reference to something and I think that we should get into it now. Um, my okay. relationship with Jeremy Strong. Why did you say that? And then I have a follow-up comment. Right. Uh, so in the pre-production meeting, 
to this Zoom, <laughs> and by pre-production meaning, I mean the 30 seconds before we started recording. I mentioned when we were on FaceTime, and then we switched to Zoom. <laughs> that I had notes for this podcast. This is my first ever podcast, believe it or not. Um, and she goes, "Oh my God, you got notes!" And I said, "Yeah, my notes say one thing, and it is quote Kendall Roy as a hippie." Yeah. <laughs> and what that is reference okay. to is. <laughs> I'm so let exposed. Me, let me back up. Uh, back Nia, up, Quinn. Nia, if, uh, as you all know, if you're previous fans of uh, previous episodes of the podcast, is a huge buff of the Oscars, the Academy yeah. Awards. True. So this past season, Oscar <laughs> season, the actor who plays Kendall Roy, Jeremy Strong, was mm-hmm. not, uh, I think, nominated as supporting actor. Or no, no, no. Is that wrong? Oh, no, his movie. I think Sasha was, and the movie was. His movie that he was in was nominated for Best Picture, that movie being The Trial of the Chicago 7. And in that movie, (laughs) Jeremy Strong plays a full-blown stereotypical hippie in the 1970s Chicago. And I, you know, it was an Oscar-nominated movie. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was the best movie I'd ever seen, but... I enjoyed it, and Nia and I watched it together, and coming out of that movie, Nia was <laughs> adamant that that was one of the worst performances she had ever seen by Jeremy Strong in Trial of the Chicago 7. And, you know, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> we had just come off of watching Succession Season 2. I don't know, I'm sure that had something to do with it, whether or not absolutely she was thinking about it, but <laughs> I didn't mind the performance. Uh, we had also watched that movie with Matthew McConaughey uh, that Jeremy Strong plays the villain in, who also stars the guy in Crazy Rich Asians, who oh, Charlie, um, oh, and Charlie Hunnam. But, uh, oh, my gosh. Trent watches that movie all the time. The Gentleman. The Gentleman, right. Not the point, mm-hmm. but he was also in The Gentleman. Uh, He's great in that. In that same time frame. And that's a different role than Kendall Roy. Definitely a different role than the hippie he was playing. But for whatever reason, the hippie got to Nia and she did not enjoy that movie but okay uh so it's been a long a long running storyline uh of us recently about Kendall Roy as a hippie just a just like two now really Nia, quick you're comments. Two, you have the floor yeah two super quick comments um I think that his lack of an Oscar nomination would back up my point that he was mm-hmm. terrible in that movie I also didn't like the movie which I appreciate that you didn't expose me for that. I'll expose myself. I thought that the movie was bad. Now, mm-hmm. he is really good in The Gentleman and he's great as Kendall. I think the reason that it's Kendall Roy as a hippie is because he does that stupid voice that we do. He talks like this in the movie. Uh, so actually, uh, I'm on trial here, but I have nothing <laughs> to do with uh, the other seven exactly. people here in Chicago. Uh, yes. And that's... That's a problem for me. Now, the story that he, I don't think you looked, know this. He looked like he was dressed as uh, Chong, Tommy Chong, as ho- for Halloween or something in that movie. Hilarious. The wig was heinous. Yes, that is that is definitely the wig was heinous. The performance I didn't mind. The wig heinous. It's like a billion dollar movie. They couldn't. Do, <laughs> I could go on. I don't think you know this story, Quinn. I know that. I know that you maybe know, or maybe you remember that a, a few of our friends were in that movie because it was filmed mm-hmm. in Chicago. Right. And so one of our friends, Mike, was in the movie and he said on a podcast recently that Trent listened to that Jeremy Strong 
was in character the entire time on set and Sasha Baron Cohen would make fun of him behind his back for being in character. Wow. What I would do to be a fly on the wall of that set. <laughs> Quinn needed to know. And now you all know. Um, that's our Jeremy Strong tangent. It needed to be also, said. Also, I, I just while we're still on Jeremy Strong, I would like to bring up in the Monday's podcast, you did mention that Kendall Roy, in terms of humor, in the overall rankings of the show and whatnot, you did right. not enjoy the character of Kendall Roy as a comedy aspect. And when I was listening, I just in my head thought, man, I, th- I think Kendall's goddamn one of the funniest ones on there, <laughs> whether he's trying to be funny or, or not. Uh, yeah. There's humor in every single aspect of his life. There definitely, I agree with you. There's definitely humor. I think he's so tragic that like, yeah, I'm just sad about it. But like mm-hmm. him, any shot with him and his headphones is so funny. Mm hmm. And they just, the more you rewatch it, the funnier those head show, head, headphone shots get too, which is the best part about the show, I feel like. Like when I first watched it, I'm like, oh, this guy's just kind of this nerdy weird guy. It's like, yeah, this guy's this nerdy weird guy. It's fucking hilarious, you know? <laughs> uh, Kendall. All right, we got to move on we to digress. the lower, to the lower right side of the bracket. Tom versus Shiv, married couple. Um... This one, I don't know why I didn't think Tom would win. He did. Mm-hmm. 59.5% to Shiv's 40.5%. Another almost 60-40. Um, people love Tom. Yeah. Not much more to say than that. Yeah. This one, I could see either vote for either way. I did vote for Shiv. Um, <laughs> shit. Shiv was my that's ginger solidarity right there first episode Shiv was my first uh my first truther simply because of the fact is she was the younger sibling with red hair I Mm -hmm. relate heavily to that oh my god I was kidding Uh, about the ginger solidarity but that's right that was a hundred percent but as the show goes on I mean you you mentioned it you basically last podcast you basically said you know Shiv is the smartest one when she screws up, it feels different than when, you know, if Connor screws up, you go, oh, stupid Connor, silly Connor. When Shiv screws up, you go, oh, Shiv, you're better than that. What are you thinking? Yeah. And it, you know, with uh, Tom, I've had a love-hate relationship with him. You know, he was, you know, obviously portrayed as this um, in a negative light you know, during the ATN days you know, on purpose. Yes. Even though it was on purpose, it still rubs you very wrong. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, I just think Shiv as a character has more to offer. I think her storyline is just beginning to blossom. And yeah. I mean, yeah. It feels like we've already gotten a good, strong push out of Tom's character arc. Yeah, I'm eager to see if what happens with their relationship, because I know I made reference to the scene in the reveal episode, but at the very end of season two, he's like, I wonder if I'd be, Mm -hmm. if I'm sadder with you or without you. Um, So that'll be really interesting to see what happens to them next season. Phenomenal writing Um, on this show. This show's stupid. We we can go Um, on and on. 
I know. So that was the quarterfinals. We're going to move on to the semifinals. And we've got the left side, Roman versus Jerry, which feels wrong, mm-hmm. um, which also feels so right. You know what I mean? Um, so Roman versus Jerry. I mean, I was shocked that Jerry even went through the first round. Yeah. So Roman, this is a victory for him. Exactly two to one, 66.7% goes to Roman. Jerry gets 33.3%. Um, but they are, I'm most excited for season yes. three because of them. Like I said, I hope, I hope they're forced to get married for some weird reason. Um, I'm obsessed with the two of them. And I watched the Stephen Colbert interview with the whole cast. He had them on like last week. Mm-hmm. And he asked, like, will we see more of Jerry and Roman? And, like, I know they can't say anything and this doesn't really mean anything, but Jay Cameron Smith, who plays Jerry, all she said was, Jerry is in season three and Roman is in season three. And she said it like that. And I was like, "Ah!" I was so excited. Um, So that's that. We knew that was going to happen. Now, the the Kendall-Tom matchup, I really didn't know what was going to happen here. And it was looking a little crazy all day. Honestly, I won't get into the detail, but Tom got a lot of votes to start. And I was like, Oh my God, people love Tom. But in the end, Kendall pulled through with 58.3% of the vote against Tom's 41.7. Any thoughts about that? Was this the tightest battle? Um, this was the tightest battle to date. Yes. Yeah. This mm-hmm. this one felt up to preference. I understand both sides of the coin. I think long story short, Kendall is just more consequential. Yeah. I think you're right. Tom's more of a caricature. All right, here we go. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Drum roll, please. This was our tightest matchup. We by far. We come to the final matchup. Brother versus brother, Kendall versus Roman. Now, I think I predicted this final. Um, I didn't predict how we'd get here, but I predicted the final too. And this is like not to toot my own horn, like the third episode in a row where I've done that. So like, (laughs) I think I'm getting better at this game. Um, But Kendall versus Roman really a battle of like are you voting for who you like or who you think like is the better like is like more important so here we go um i'll try and do what trent does he says a bunch of words i'm gonna try and remember them all when we asked who is the best character on succession and it came down between kendall and roman you the listenership, the votership, the viewership, the friendship, the fellowship, the attorneys at pod. With 52.5% of the vote decided that the winner of the best succession character tournament is Romulus. I mean, 52.5 to 47.5. 
they I were mean, like the three att- votes apart or something. The attorneys at Pod knew that the final matchup had to be the most close matchup. I as well predicted this matchup: Roman versus Kendall, the two powerhouses of the show. Uh, this one is totally personal preference. It's either one could be you could argue the most consequential to plot as well as the most uh, outlandish character as well as the most uh, interesting character, but. Mm-hmm. I voted for Roman. I could have been the de- I'd like to think I was the de- deciding vote tonight. You uh, were <laughs> for the rankings. Uh, but man, Roman is at once, you know, relatable. At once, so incredibly outlandish. At once, so incredibly, uh, just like uh, it's it's it, he's a, such an incredible character. Uh, Kieran mm-hmm. Culkin. I mean, he's been brilliant. I feel like I so excited for season three his character especially with jerry and even his storyline not involving jerry i think yes his character is uh so leveled so nuanced and i just can't wait for season three yeah me too i'm like i said most looking forward to the roman and jerry relationship but i think that roman like you said that he is relatable and i know on the reveal episode we talked about how he was really insecure I just feel like he's like the walking embodiment of imposter syndrome. And I think like, especially in a time where like nobody knows what's going on just because of like the pandemic and how the world is right now. Like a lot of us are feeling imposter syndrome. And I think that Roman is like weirdly super relatable, even if he's like gross, like in the details, like he as a person is extremely relatable and i am excited to see him grow like the interesting question i think the big question that i have for season three is like where will the siblings fall like Mm -hmm. who's gonna go to camp kendall who's gonna go to camp logan and like i don't know what roman's gonna do because i think that of all the roy siblings he actually has the biggest heart like he he actually genuinely cares. Like Shiv, I think is ruthless. Connor's an idiot mm-hmm. and Kendall's already decided. And so like, I don't know what will motivate Roman to choose um, yep. between sides. But I do know this and that's that he won our tournament. Which is all that really matters when it comes down to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even going to watch season three. I was just- well, There's no need to bracket. now. We've already had the tournament. <laughs> right, exactly. Um. Well, any final thoughts, Quinn? Um, it, I am sincerely honored to have been chosen <laughs> to fill in for Trent for this podcast. Uh, oh my God, yeah. I do hope to make a return, whether it's in three weeks or three years, we don't know, but uh, <laughs> I am an attorney at Pod and I hope, hopefully get the honor to be back. If you want to do anything, Quinn, anything you want to do, you can come on and we'll do it nice cool well like we always say thank you for joining us on this journey called tourney Mm -hmm. and remember may the thing with the most votes win 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 (laughs) yay thanks for listening to the tournament podcast please like subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you listen a five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated too you can follow us on twitter instagram facebook and tiktok at 
the tourney pod. You can email us at the tournament podcast at gmail.com or you can visit our webpage at the tridentnetwork.com slash the dash tourney dash pod. The tournament podcast is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit the tridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash the Trident Network. The tournament podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. That's me. Tune in Monday to hear about our next bracket. Which song by Weird Al Yankovic is the best song by Weird Al Yankovic?